Find that bar of chocolate you've been hiding. It's time to unwrap this week's Coco News. Barry Kalbo celebrated the opening of their new regional Asian headquarters in Singapore's downtown region on March 4, 2022, with the group's CEO Peter Boone attending the opening ceremony. Singapore has been home to the company's Asia-Pacific office headquarters since 2014. The new location is replacing the previous office situated at the Millennia Tower. The company employs over 250 workers in Singapore and operates the largest industrial chocolate factory in the country, found in Sunoco South Road. This latest investment is in line with their recent moves to establish a greater presence in the Asia-Pacific region, having opened new offices and factories in China, India, and Indonesia in the past three years. Singapore has been a key geographic hub for the brand, who have had a presence in the country for 25 years now. Joe Thies, Barry Kalbaugh's president for Asia-Pacific, is optimistic of the move, commenting. The inauguration of our new regional headquarters represents our next chapter of sustainable growth and reaffirms Barry Kalbaugh's commitment to invest and develop in Singapore for the long term. We look forward to continuing working with the government, trade organizations and our customers and partners to realize our ambition of becoming the responsible chocolate and cocoa leader in this region. The new facilities have received a contemporary design that better accommodates modern working practices, equipped with technological features and welfare facilities. Barry Kalbo, like many others, have adopted a hybrid model whereby employees have the option to work from home or at the office. The new offices have meeting rooms fitted with cameras and screens on the walls at eye level, to allow better collaboration between those present at the facility and those at home. Barry Kalbaugh's Asia-Pacific Vice President for Human Resources, Meghna Shukla, explained, Our new office was designed to create a flexible work environment that inspires creativity and facilitates collaboration. We believe that our people perform best and they work within a modern, open, an inclusive office environment with welfare facilities that encourages them to keep healthy. The market for chocolate in Asia is expected to outpace growth in many other regions over the next five years, driven in part by the improving levels of disposable income. Chocolate companies are positioning themselves to take advantage of this new dynamic. Cocoa pill could reduce risk of heart disease by almost a third. According to a study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, cocoa pills may reduce the risk of death as a result of heart disease by 27%. In recent years, cocoa has become increasingly popular for its health benefits, with a particular focus on cocoa flavanols that are purported to have a variety of benefits, from brain function to heart health. The research, titled Cocoa Supplement and Multivitamin Outcome Study, COSMOS, was conducted by Dr. Howard Sesso and Dr. Joanne Manson from Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. More than 21,000 participants were used as a sample for the study, which took place over 3.6 years. The participants were divided into four groups, those given a daily 500 mg cocoa flavanol supplement, those given a multivitamin, and groups that were given either both or neither. The results of the study showed promising signals that cocoa flavanol supplementation could help to reduce death from cardiovascular events, including death from heart disease, according to Dr. Sesso. The study found that the group of people who took the flavanol-rich cocoa pills are 27% less likely to die from heart conditions. However, the supplement did not reduce the likelihood of heart-damaging events. 
The researchers examined the effects of a pill containing a concentrated dose of cocoa flavanols. Alas, the study warned that similar results would not be achieved through chocolate consumption. Co-leader on the research, Dr. Manson, clarified, Cosmos was not a chocolate trial, rather, it's a rigorous trial of a cocoa extract supplement that contains levels of cocoa flavanols that a person could never realistically consume from chocolate without adding excessive calories, fat, and sugar to their diet. Flavanols are found in several plant-based foods including cocoa, tea, grapes, and berries, according to Dr. Manson, and there have been a number of previous studies into the health benefits of the compound. While these new findings are indeed promising, the results are not conclusive. Dr. Sesso explained, these findings merit further investigation to better understand the effects of cocoa flavanols on cardiovascular health. Our message for consumers is to eat a healthy, balanced diet, rich in natural food sources of flavanols, and to stay tuned as we further evaluate other important health outcomes in Cosmos. Coco Startup Coa makes pharma payments transparent with blockchain. Using blockchain technology to support a transparent supply chain is not new, but COA is taking it to the next step by adding payment transparency into the service. COA is a Swiss Ghanaian startup focused on products around the cocoa fruit, capitalizing on the waste and turning it into products they can sell to industry. They are already working with farmers and have a mission to make a positive impact. Building a more visible and accountable supply chain was a natural step. Blockchain in a nutshell. If you search for the term blockchain on our website, you'll see that there's a lot of activity around this technology. Think of blockchain as an onion, where every transaction that takes place is another layer. The more transactions, the bigger the onion. But because of the way the math works in this system, each layer, transaction, can be mathematically proven to be true. So if Alice sells cocoa to Bob, using the technology to do it, then the platform records the transaction. If anyone later tries to alter the recorded details, there is simply no way to do that without the system recording that the chain has been violated. If Bob paid Alice $100 for her cocoa, and he later wants to change that number to $130, there is no way for him to do that without invalidating the blockchain. A big red flag. In this way, all transactions are referred to as non-repudiable, that is to say, they are guaranteed to be a true reflection of what happened. Because there is a high awareness of what blockchain is among consumers, this is an excellent way to establish trust. Businesses typically buy a blockchain platform from a specialist developer and then customize it for their own particular use case. This appears to be what COA did, using Seedtrace, a German company with a product that looks ready to go out of the box. Honor Selina Haberbosch, CEO at Seedtrace says, we verify each transaction and store it on an open, low-emission blockchain. Together with COA, we thereby set new standards assuring that the information is verified, cannot be manipulated and is accessible in real-time for all stakeholders. The other partner involved in delivering the project is MTN Mobile Money, the digital payment system from Ghana's telecommunications company. A mobile money transaction is confirmed in real-time and recorded on a blockchain irreversibly. Consumers can see firsthand that farmers have been paid in full. 
MTN's Mobile Money was a transformative project in 2020 to turn the company into a digital operator. This included digitizing the agricultural value chain. Not only do the farmers get paid digitally, avoiding the potential for corruption which was common with cash-based transactions, but because the records are digital, they can be added into the blockchain and made transparent to buyers who want to know how much the farmers are earning. If this information, which is effectively guaranteed to be a true and fair account of the farmer's pay, can ultimately be made visible to the consumer, then that could be a very positive message as part of an ESG program. Consumers want to know they're buying ethically, and this helps transform the message from a generic one about average wages to one where you can say, this was made with products from this farm, and that family earned this much. Instead of having a person enter information on the blockchain, it links the data from mobile money transactions. This combination allows us to verify additional farmer income, deliver foolproof, and increase trust among stakeholders, says Francis Apiajayipoku, Finance and Administration Director at COA. In the next two years, COA hopes to increase their farmer base from 2,200 to over 12,000 cocoa farmers in its value chain. Leading the way towards full transparency is Jeff Oberweis, the renowned pastry chef from Luxembourg, who sends consumers on a journey from cocoa farmers to the final product. A QR code on the packaging of the product containing COA ingredients leads consumers to the C-Trace platform where they can see the additional farmer income. In 2022, we want to have proof that people are paid fairly and that we work on an equal footing throughout the value chain. COA's integration of the blockchain guarantees total transparency and allows us to set an example to the industry, emphasizes Jeff Oberweis. Ghana Ice presence in Dubai with new cocoa trading platform. Ghana is considering an expansion of their global cocoa operations through a partnership with Dubai in which a cocoa trading platform would be established, allowing Ghana to extend their cocoa offering to both Western and Arab markets. Ghana's current cocoa products are not certified by the U.S. Food and Drugs Authority, FDA. This means that despite being the second-largest global producers of cocoa, they are only able to contribute raw cocoa beans to some markets, which pay far less than finished cocoa products. By partnering with the Dubai Agri-Commodities of the United Arab Emirates, UAE, an internationally certified processing facility, Ghana's cocoa products could enter the US and European markets. Analysts estimate that Ghana's current annual earnings from the commodity could rise from $2.5 billion to $10 billion as a result of the move, although it should be noted that earnings are not the same as profit. If the deal takes place, Ghana will no longer be limited to exporting raw cocoa beans, but instead would be able to have their finished chocolate products processed and packaged for a global market. The Minister of Food and Agriculture, Dr. Owusu Afria Ekoto, and the Director of the Dubai Agri-Commodities, Saeed El Suwedi, exchanged visits to further discussions around the potential partnership. We are on the brink of a major breakthrough in the traditional way that we sell our cocoa and other commodities, stated Dr. Ekoto. What I saw in Dubai is a facility which goes from A to Z on the value chain. Likewise, 
Mr. Suwedi told the Daily Graphic, an online Ghana news site, that he was in Ghana on the invitation of Dr. Okoto to review opportunities for bringing cocoa products into the facility, which currently handle tea and coffee. He explained, we are looking at opening a center for cocoa in Dubai, using the same winning formula that we use for coffee and tea. Adding that despite the UAE not producing tea locally, they currently produce 500 million tea bags annually. If the deal goes through, it could have a significant impact on how Ghana uses its top commodity. The country, which produces around 800,000 tons of cocoa annually, receives only a pittance from the global market, according to Dr. Koto. The minister believes that such a partnership with Dubai would open the door to new opportunities and make sure that that stranglehold is released. With Ghana producing such a large share of the world's cocoa, this is an important development in the evolution of Ghana up the value chain. If successful, it could become a blueprint for other countries to follow suit. In most cocoa-growing regions of Côte d'Ivoire, heavy rains last week revived hopes of a good mid-crop after a long dry spell. The dry season, which runs from November until March, is now coming to an end, but despite starting with a good level of precipitation, the following months were especially dry, causing concern among farmers. Now the hope is that the rains continue through to April, encouraging the cocoa plants to raise the yield. Rain levels in several cocoa-growing regions have been in the 70 mm plus level, a significant increase from the average of around 20 to 22 mm. In Cameroon, meanwhile, Climate 42 report this week. The Manu division in Cameroon has experienced air humidity levels well above the infamous 2015 to 2016 Hamatan season. That said, overall levels remain slightly below average, which indicates a slightly stronger than average Hamatan season. Our editor-in-chief is excited to be moderating an upcoming Livestream webinar, hosted by CAA, with experts in shipping and logistics, to talk about the real shipping challenges faced by the industry. If COVID wasn't difficult enough, the war in Ukraine is adding headwinds and creating uncertainty. Fortunately, we have some expert panelists from the industry who will help us make sense of it all. Details on how to register are in the article on our website, and I hope you can join us. Here's what the CAA says about the webinar, which is on April 21st. An expert panel from the CAA will examine the logistics impact in countries that play a major role in manufacturing globally. Agricultural products, such as cocoa, are backlogged and stuck at the ports of major trading hubs around the world. Now with continued uncertainties over border restrictions, the panel will discuss how the market has responded to the crisis, the solutions, and the risk management measures that have emerged to meet the crisis head-on. Thanks for listening to this week's Coco Newscast. You can also catch our other podcasts, including the Coffee Newscast and the popular Bean Talks with Nick and Max, which goes out every Monday. Stay safe and I'll see you all next week.